0: Welcome to another episode of the Soul of Saville podcast. Today we're going to talk about. This is Nigel. I am right, and welcome to part two of the Corona Care Package, off the back of the Corona Fast and Furious, uh, Rapid Fire Friday uh, three-part mini series. Okay, so for this next part, part two, we're going to talk about. Hunch versus hard data. A lot of times, and to take right off the back from the previous episode, that we focused on asking questions versus assuming, or just looking and observing what other people are doing. And don't get me wrong, success does leave clues. However, if those clues aren't validated with actual data, not promises, not Uh, assumptions, but actual proof. Proof based on the fact that you asked the question, because we don't know anything unless we ask. We don't know anything unless we ask, and that's how we're able to come to you so confidently with the information we have, because we actually look it up. It's the reason why we know things like we recently took on a mortgage broker client, and the thing with that is, sure, there's a lot of loans and opportunities out there to get loans that are less than 20% down and less than a 70% credit score. But the fact of the matter is, most of the actual searches and engagement and people who are looking at material, what they see is a particular article or set of articles that have over 100,000 pieces of engagement that focus on a 700 credit score and a um, and a 20% down. You know, requirement. Now, here's the issue. Now, does that mean that those other programs are not available? No, it doesn't mean that at all. What it means is you have a hurdle to overcome. Because, like, um, and credit to, you know, Jason Capital for this particular one, sharing this one, is, you know, people do not like anything that's confusing, that is unbelievable, or boring. And unbelievable is what people are going to feel when they see 100,000 pieces of engagement on a actual statistic and zero pieces of engagement on something that's contrary to that, that you now have the hunch is a fact. And that is where we run into the problem. So we have to look at the data. And how, do, and how and where do we get some of this data? So there's a website called BuzzSumo that some of you may be aware of or maybe not. But it does show you the that if you put in a search term, you will be able to see what people are searching and how much engagement it has, how much it has on Facebook, how much it has on Twitter, how much it has on Pinterest, who's looking at it, who's paying attention. You can also use Google Trends to look at things that Show you the past four hours, the past seven days, the past 30 days, the past five years of information. That is how we know that searches on mortgage forbearance over the last couple of years were at a, you know, or were 10,000% less than they are right now. So when you see things like that, you know you have things to address in your content and address in your dialogue. And just so you know, this was another interesting fact that came up. Some of the top marketers who we follow and engage with, and many of them are our colleagues who deal with SEO and website optimization and conversion and all these other things, One of the things that they talked about now is because COVID-19 and coronavirus is so popular and there are people who see the need to exploit that, everyone's being ultra cautious about having content scheduled too far in advance and being particularly sensitive. Because I can say, for one, on our end, one of the things that was distressing to me was seeing a lot of the... Uh, the so-called, what I call the Johnny Come Lately, uh, COVID, everything's great. Now, the the real test t- test, and what I think that is gonna, you know, is going to separate those who are really doing from those who are just exploiting is what happens when this passes. And we're already trending in that direction in, in the US. We're, you know, we're far from the end, but we're trending in that direction. Are we still going to have that same we're in it together sort of mentality when this thing changes? Or when we see everything that's already happened, are we going to just revert back to the same behavior we were engaging in before? I think it's important for us to consider all these things in our marketing, to consider all these things in terms of the people we work with, who are part of our team, who are employees, who are managers, who are board members, because this is what is going to define our legacy going forward. So again, the main thing is look for the hard data, the Proof, Not the Promises, and check out some of these websites that I mentioned, Google Trends, the BuzzSumo, uh, there was a, there was actually another website I'm going to mention, it's within.go, and I'm going to put all these links in the uh, podcast description so you can go check them out, and what that website does is it shows you what the engagements are for the different types of marketing in, uh, brand marketing. So for instance, what the, what the Instagram engagements are looking like, what the, in, in, um, in things like e-commerce or fashion, or whether it's across all sorts of, of platforms and you get a good sense of what is actually working, what was working, what is working and what the Delta is, what the changes have been in the time. So I encourage you to take a look at those particular websites and get yourself uh, somewhat familiar. Now, no one has a, uh, you know, an enormous amount of time to deal with this, particularly if you're a business owner because you're busy running your business. However, understanding bits and pieces, at least the basics, will ensure that even if you have professionals focusing on these particular items, at least you know enough that you can see that you're getting value. One of the things that we're determining now is the fact that a lot of these brick and mortars have had to either scale back or close. It's the age-old adage. You never have time to do it right, but you always seem to have time to do it over. One of the things we first do when we meet with any any client is we talk to them about where are you making your most income. Now, for some people, that may feel like an... un Uncomfortable question, but it's a question that every business owner needs to ask. And quite frankly, most of the business owners we talk to do not have real data behind that. They have a hunch. A lot of times they're right, but also there's a fair amount of times that they're completely wrong. And even when they're right, they have very few have a proper understanding of how that translates from soup to nuts. You may be getting most of your money from one particular area, but how it comes in is in a referral, and that referral comes in down the chain. And if you don't know where that is, where it originates, how can you deal with it? How can you focus your attention on where it's going to have the greatest impact? So keep that in mind. Less hunches, more hard data. Talk to you on the next one.